Sports Call here live on Tiger 95.9 FM. JJ Jackson and Ryan LaVoy at SEC Media Days Radio Row here 2022, getting set for the upcoming college football season. And who better to chat with than our good pal Jim Nagy, the executive director of the Reese Senior Bowl here with us. Jim, it's always a pleasure to see you. And Absolutely. here we are at the College Football Hall of Fame. Pretty fun place to pretty, be at. Pretty cool, man. <laughs> like, I've never, I've never been here before. I'm ashamed to say that. But uh, been in the Pro Football Hall Hall of Fame a few times. I used to live up in Ohio when I was scouting for the Patriots, but never been here. This is this is incredible. And we're right by the Iron Bowl. I mean, it's just yeah, they, they, look, they got look, us in a good setup. They got here. you, yeah. And I mean, you say Iron Bowl, I, I'm looking at the Michigan Ohio State <laughs> yeah. one. That's 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 my. I went to Michigan. So. Yeah, good rivalry um, sections where we're located. Yeah, it's really cool. So as we get set for uh, this upcoming season, of course, and, and looking back at the year that was, got a chance to be at the Senior Bowl and broadcast live from there and. What a fun event it was, and uh, I think Roger McCreary made a lot of folks happy for the Auburn Tigers. He did. He did. He made a lot of money, too. He, yeah. did, he, did, an, he did an awesome job. Um, you know, and he was he, – he, I don't know if he was 100% or not. I mean, he came to me before the first practice complaining about his foot. I'm like, man, just go out and test it. And uh, he had a really good first day of practice, and I went up. He broke up a ton of balls that first day, and I was like, man, I think your foot feels all right. Um <laughs> uh, no, I was really happy for him. You know, I, I'm really happy where he ended up. So we had a we had a draft party for all our Mobile guys. So we had crazy stat. We had six Mobile kids drafted in the first 126 picks in the draft this wow. year, which is an insane number for a city the size of Mobile, Alabama. Four of them, four of them played in the Senior Bowl. The other two were juniors. Um, but we had a big draft party for those guys. Roger being one of them. And when we left that night, I mean, there was an outside chance. I told him at the beginning of the night, like there's a slim chance you could get taken tonight and we we were hoping because we had a uh, we had a live link with the nfl network they were going to go live for mobile if, if he got picked um but when he left i'm like man you're not gonna you're not gonna be waiting long tomorrow <laughs> and uh so to see tennessee take him um and now like talking to the guys up at the titans i guess he had an unbelievable spring um so it wouldn't shock me at all if he's if he's lining up there as a starter week one and I know the goal is to showcase all, all the seniors around the country, but does it just mean just a little bit more when it is a, a local guy like that? Obviously, we always talk about the Auburn, Alabama guys um, coming down there, but but be someone that gets to actually showcase what he's learned in his time away from high school and showcase his time from college and be able to get ready for the draft in Mobile. A guy like that, I, I take it, means just a, maybe a little bit more. No doubt, no doubt. Um, but that has been a shift um, from where we're at. When I interviewed for the job, I, I basically, you know, my thing was we need to make this a draft event. Um, and we'd gotten to the point where, I mean, if you were a, a pretty good player at Bama or Auburn or from the area, you were going to get an invite. And I just I said, it can't be that way. Like, if we're going to, if we're going to, you know, move forward with this thing and get better, like, this has to be the, a draft event. So, um, we'll never force a guy from any of those schools or our area into the game. But if it, if it, if they deserve it, we want them in for sure. And it was like this year was awesome having four mobile guys, um, and Roger being yeah. one of them. And then another guy, Jalen Tolbert, was kind of a, a double home run for us too, because he's from Mobile and played at South Alabama. Um, you know, he went in the third round of the Dallas Cowboys. So no, it it, it mean it does mean more. At this point in the process, Jim, obviously we're here at SC Media Days. There's going to be a lot of guys that you're going to evaluate from the Southeastern Conference. But at this point, do you have a number in mind of people that you are evaluating going into next year? Is there any kind of like – I know guys can be late risers as well, um, so it, it can the numbers can change. But is there any kind of thought process at this point on, on looking at guys? No, we never put a number on it because every year is going to be different. Um, I don't think you can just come up with a set number. So it's it fluctuates. I know uh, 
I don't know where we're at yet because we're not we're not totally done getting through all the small school stuff yet. But uh, first three years, that number going into the fall was around 500. Um, last year, because of COVID and all those guys coming back and exercising that extra year, it was around 700. So it was a big swell. Um, and it really affected our numbers on day three. It wasn't like so much the high guys in the draft. It was more like those day three picks. Um, but this year, I would think we'll probably be closer to that 500 number. I think last year was a little bit of an anomaly with, with the COVID stuff, but that's where we'll be at probably. As you take a look at this upcoming season and, and talking about the Auburn Tigers in particular, Roger McCreary uh, at the event this past season, you've had other Mobile guys from Auburn. Someone like Deshaun Davis comes to mind and what he yeah. was able to do at the Senior Bowl 2022. What are the Auburn Tigers looking like? Or, or maybe not this year. Are there any um, sophomores or juniors possibly that, that uh, seem appealing to you? Yeah, right off the top of my head, I'm going Derek Hall and Owen Papo would probably be the top two. Um, but we got our eyes on a lot of these guys. Yeah. You know, there, there's a rumor out there that Colby Wooden's going to graduate before December. So uh, <laughs> we'll keep an eye on him, too, because though we can bring the juniors now if they graduate. And, again, I, don't, I hope he stays in. Like, I hope all these guys exhaust their eligibility and, and get their degrees. I mean, that's, that's important. But we also have to be ready if they do come out. Um, so we'll be monitoring that, but, but yeah, I would say that I would say those two guys, but, but again, there's some other guys I'm, I'm scrolling through this depth chart right now, guys. And there's, there's some good players. Yeah. I mean, there, there's good players and they're always, I mean, I would say tank Bigsby, everyone assumes will leave, um, just because of the nature of that position and bringing it back to like coaches, college coaches, that's really the one spot where they understand it. They're just the toll that that position takes on a guy. Um, I think most coaches understand if a guy's ready to come out as a junior, he should come out. Um, but yeah, there's a it's a senior heavy offensive line. I mean, you look. I'm looking at the offensive line group right now. I mean, there's a, a ton a ton of seniors, so that's a good thing. And we'll we'll look for some guys to elevate out of that group. Let me ask you about another guy. What about Anders Carlson? And yeah. you look at the kicking position, legacy specialist <laughs> in particular, right? His brother's doing. I mean, what amazing season he had this past year for the Vegas Raiders. How? I mean, it just feels like it's pretty simple when you look at a kicker. Are they making field goals or are they missing them? But what else kind of goes into that? And is there anything about Anders Carlson that stands out to you? Yeah, we had Daniel in the game. That was, um, gosh, was that my first year working at the game or was it my last year in the league? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I don't think if you asked any scout in the NFL what he likes to do the least, and he'll probably tell you scout specialists. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's because it's hard. I mean, look, Daniel Carlson went in whatever it was, the fourth or fifth round, and he goes to Minnesota and doesn't work out, and now he's landed in Vegas, and now he's one of the best kickers in the league. So it's just a really hard – those those positions are really hard to peg. But, yeah, Andres will be up there. He's coming off the injury, right? All right. Um, and so, yeah, he will definitely be in the mix. I know he's one of the he's been one of the best in college football for the last few years. So, yeah, we'll, we'll – we'd uh, – Love to have legacy guys in the game, too. We mentioned Derek Hall, Colby Wooden, and, and there have been a lot of NFL draft guys on that defensive line over the last six, seven years from Auburn. I know Alabama gets a lot of the love for, for their defensive front. What has it been about Auburn that they've been able to have such quality defensive line prospects? Well, I think you got to go back to Rodney Gardner for all those years, yeah. too. Um, Coach Gardner did a great job developing those guys. I know we had Marlon Davidson in the game, and I'm trying to wreck my brain who else we, we had from up there. But um, – yeah, I mean, they get they get good players on the front. Um, they've done a really nice job in the D-line. They always have pass rushers. Um, that's why a guy like Derek Hall, I mean, he's he's an intriguing guy. You just go back with the with the D-Fords and the Carl Lawsons. I mean, I mean, they've, they've 
there's there's something about like when a school can crank out a track record at a certain position and those guys up front for Auburn have certainly done that um so yeah we're we'll always be looking at that group no Derek Brown was a top 10 pick as well on the yeah, front there yeah and we you know god that was the year <laughs> that was my first year I think maybe my second year and we had him and we had uh Roquan uh Raquan Davis from Alabama in that group and Javon Kinlaw from that in that group and they were all like bunched up but I remember talking to Derek about um, him coming to play in the game. And, again, I'm not an idiot. Like, you know, my wife and my kids would probably say I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, um, I try not to be an idiot. But, like, if and I've told all the agents, like, if your guy's the number one rated guy at his position and he doesn't have a whole lot to gain by coming and playing the senior bowl, like, I get, get it. it. Yeah. I get it. Like, I'm not – I'm not – um, I don't want to be that guy. So um, I remember talking to Derek about it. Like going into the year, I thought it would make sense for him because those three guys were really like bunched in. But by the end of that year, like Derek had a phenomenal senior season. I mean, he they, he's, he's like a poster boy from the Auburn program for why you come back and play your senior year because he flashed as a junior and he had all that talent in his body, but he was a different player as a senior. So, no, I, I remember talking to Derek about it and just wishing him good luck. And yeah. like, hey, man, like, <laughs> we would have loved to have you down here. And then his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, called and like, hey, can I bring Derek down to the senior ball? I'm like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> like, we, this, this week is about the guys that play in the actual game. No, you, you can't bring him. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I got one more guy to talk about again. Jim Nagy here with us, the executive director of the Reese Senior Bowl. Uh, no longer an Auburn Tiger, but a lot of people at the quarterback position. Bo Nix is someone uh, that gets a lot of mention in that sort of thing. When you look at Bo going into the season, mm -hmm. what are the chances that he's got a career uh, beyond college football? What does that look like? Yeah, he definitely does. No, Bo's talented now. I know that he's he's taken a lot of blame from the Auburn fan base, at least from what I've seen from the outside looking in. I don't live up around Auburn, yeah. but just on social media and whatnot, it seems like he's taken a lot of a lot of criticism. Um, but when you look at the physical talent of the player, I mean, he's one of the best. He's going to be one of the top guys in this draft. And that's that's coming from my friends in the NFL as well. They feel the same way. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that transition goes out in the Pac-12. I think he's going to rip it up out there. I mean, you always worry about a, a new system for a guy and him learning new teammates and all that, all that stuff. But, um, you know, just the athlete, the ability to run around, extend plays, the ad-lib stuff. I mean, some of those plays in the LSU game last year were – I mean, really, like, iconic-type plays in Auburn history. I mean, some of those runaround plays were incredible. Um, so, I mean, I hope it works out. I hope, I hope the, the move is a good one for him. Um, you know, sometimes a change, change of scenery is what a player needs, and sometimes it's good for the school, too. Sometimes the school can move on and, and find, the, find a new player. So uh, I just hope it works out for all parties. But he, is, he does have NFL talent, there's no doubt. Jim, when you're not watching football or talking about football, what is Jim Nagy doing? Uh, <laughs> I try to golf. Okay. Um, in the NFL, it was hard because when you're on the road 200 nights a year, it was hard to come home and tell my wife, like, hey, honey, I'm going to go on the golf course for five hours and with two little kids. Um, but now with this job, I do have um, – there's a little, like – we have local sponsors, right? You yeah. got to go out and golf with the sponsors. No so uh no, I do like to golf. I'm not I'm not any good, but I do like to play. As you get set for the next few weeks, months leading up to the college football uh, season, what, what does it look like for your role there with the Reese Senior Bowl? Well, uh, we got some staffing issues. Uh, we spoke off air a little bit. I'm losing one of my scouting assistants to Auburn football. Um, that has, hasn't even been announced yet, <laughs> but he's on his way up there uh, with Drew Fabianich, who's going to be the GM of Auburn football, a good friend of mine. 
Uh, it's going over, over to your place from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, great scout, longtime scout, going to bring a ton of expertise to, to that football team. Um, so we've got some scouting system positions open. We've got some uh, area scout positions open. You know, we kind of staff it every year with former NFL scouts. Sure. And we re I reshuffle the deck every year. So like last year, we had 120 years of experience on the staff. This year, it'll be more than that. We've got uh, we've got a couple guys that are really senior scouts. Um, so it'll be good. We, we got some of that to tackle, but uh, it's cool being here, and, and it feels like it's right around the corner. Jim, thanks for being here and spending some time with us on the radio show today. Good to see you. Yeah, fellas, thank you. That's Jim Nagy joining us on Sports Call.